very glad to welcome Decatur Mayor Julie Moore Wolf. Mayor, hey, thanks for really taking time with us this morning. Yeah, I'm excited about your signal because my AM signal with you guys didn't do very well. <laughs> I usually lose you about mm, Harris Town. Uh huh. Yeah, uh, that tends to happen, um, especially with the AM signal. Uh, all the radio nerds out there know it's kind of like a like a bow tie of sorts. Um, but <laughs> welcome to the FM airwaves with 92.7. I'm Greg Bishop with WMAY. Chris Murphy over in the newsroom, and uh, Mayor Julie uh, Moore Wolf joins us. And you've actually got an interesting story for people who don't um, uh, know how you came into office. Just give us a, a you know, I guess the the genesis story of you working with uh, Decatur and how you became the mayor. Sure. Uh, Actually, I was elected to Decatur City Council back in 2009. Had never wanted to do anything like that, but the city council was um, pretty dysfunctional, and you can only complain about things for so long if you're not willing to step up to to run for office. So I did. I was elected and spent six years on city council. Our mayor, uh, Mike McElroy, a lot of people knew him here as Tuna, passed away unexpectedly shortly after being reelected mayor. Uh, so that was five years ago. I was appointed to his to fill out um, his term until the next municipal election. So I was mayor for about two years and then ran for office, was elected and had to run two years later. So usually it's a four-year term, but because of the way it's set up. Uh, so I'm excited to be the mayor of Decatur and enjoy it more than I ever thought I would. It's not something I had ever aspired to do. You know, a lot of times uh, in the in this era of covid uh people may have uh, not have worked as hard that's not the case for us here at the newsroom and uh myself and chris murphy we've been <laughs> kicking butt and taking names all uh this entire time and i know that municipalities have been the same uh you guys well, with uh, yeah, with your it, with your crew it, it, your public works crews the public health crews uh doing everything you can to um keep things going how has decatur uh fared during uh, covid19 well, we started off very early splitting into teams. So our administration team was split into an A team and a B team. So that if we had an outbreak, um, it would, wouldn't wipe everybody out at once. So, but, you know, public works has to continue. We have to continue delivering safe water to you. We have to, you know, keep patching those roads, make sure that everything's working. Police and fire don't get to take it off just because we have a pandemic. Um, in fact, they're, you know, perhaps needed more than ever. So, uh, we've been doing our best. Uh, Budget-wise, we're looking at about a $5 million hole right now from a shortfall in revenue, but I'm not as worried about that as I am budgeting for next year because you can get through one bad time period, but looking at revenue not really coming back to the way it was, you can't just flip a switch and get back to where we were, you know, in February. That seems to be kind of a general consensus of uh, other municipalities we've talked to. Uh, it's not necessarily going to be a huge impact this year, but it's the next fiscal year where things are going to have to be um, tightened. Uh, what kind of conversations are you having with uh, city leaders in Decatur uh, on where to tighten that belt? Well, it's tough because, you know, most of our budget is tied up in people. And the last thing you want to do is lay people off, especially cops and firefighters, because, while everybody's role is important, it's really hard when we've seen so much political unrest um, in in the country and social unrest, I should say, um, to have fewer cops would be very detrimental. Um, you know, the fires don't go away just because we can't afford to pay for them. So we're going to have to look at what we can do. I mean, you can, you can dip into your reserves so far, uh, but then you've got to really start cutting. And nobody wants a, a reduction in services, and nobody wants taxes raised. And it's really hard to raise taxes in an economic, you know, disaster. 
Yeah, a pandemic uh, when it cuts into revenues uh, from from various uh, government um, you know, shutdown orders and, and whatnot, uh, it's going to make things a little bit more difficult. Julie Moore Wolf, the mayor of Decatur, joins us. Chris Murphy in the newsroom. Mayor, you've got restaurant restaurant and hospitality. I'm sure is having a problem too in Decatur. What what are you hearing from those people, and what is the city doing to help those folks out? Well, they've really been struggling, Chris. I mean, it's. And the city struggles when our small businesses struggle. So, you know, when they were shut down, we had a lot of people. We had some restaurants closed in recent months that are not going to reopen. I mean, that's just the reality of this. But they've tried to adapt as best they can. We, you know, started out working with some local companies for signage and, and roadblocks so that we could set up um, an easy carryout section for um for our restaurants and even our businesses that we didn't have before. That then grew into more outdoor dining than we've ever had. And just last week, we cut a ribbon uh, for a new infrastructure in front of one of our restaurants, uh, kind of a bump out so that the gin mill could have additional seating because, you know, they, they were very limited as far as what they could do just on a little bitty sidewalk in front of them. So we're doing everything we can. We worked with the park district to try and get picnic tables to restaurants that didn't have um you know, they had never planned for outdoor dining and, you know, asking them to invest in this this summer when uh, they don't know if they'll do it again next year. Plus, they're already hurting. So we've really tried to come together as a community to push local restaurants and retail and do anything we can to keep them open. Yeah, the other big blow that Decatur had, of course, was the amphitheater. You guys are rolling great on that, you know, how that got started. And then then we kind of had to shut that down a little bit, too. But talk a little bit about that amphitheater and specifically what Howard Buffett means to your community. Well, Mr. Buffett has just been incredible. The amphitheater is the most amazing place. It opened last year for the first season. It's right on Lake Decatur, and I swear there are people who were like, we have a lake? (laughs) Because you'd sit there and watch a concert, and they had just phenomenal acts coming through. And some of them, I had more fun at the Friday night cover bands, you know, the 80s cover bands, $5 Friday where you could get in. Um, But you'd see the boats out on the lake because people would pull up and just listen to the music, and it was just absolutely phenomenal. So to not have that this summer really, really hurt. However, I will say we've uh, really picked up a lot of traffic on our lake because of COVID, people, families having to look for other things to do that are not indoor activities. But getting back to Mr. Buffett, he has done so much for this community. He built an opioid treatment campus uh, just north of downtown. We've got this phenomenal training facility for law enforcement where, you know, with everything that's happening, we have just state-of-the-art training available for police for, from all over the state, and they come here from all over the state for these courses. Um, in addition to the amphitheater that he named in honor of his wife, Devin, and so it's just, you know, this summer's been rough, but we're going to get back. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take some time, but we're going to get there. Decatur Mayor Julie Moore-Wolf joins us. And uh, speaking of adding to all of these complications, uh, and you, you briefly touched on it, uh, a bit of civil unrest in some areas. What has Decatur experienced in the past several months uh, from uh, people uh, demonstrating and possibly uh, crossing the line? Well, shortly after the George Floyd incident, uh, we, like many other communities, such as Champaign and Springfield, had a lot of local people who were acting out um, in, a, in a bad way. We had 11 fires in two days. I mean, I spent one night, never sleep with your scanner on. I used to be able to do that, but it was just fire after fire after fire. Wow. Um, and we had some attempted looting, but we were able to uh, kind of catch up and disperse crowds as quickly as we could. One thing coming up um, that we're a little bit concerned about is um, our sheriff was elected uh, two years ago by one vote. 
that's been in the courts right. ever since. That's right. And so in October, there will be a court case where uh, the ballots that have now been through a hand count will be ruled and we'll find out who our sheriff is. Um, our sheriff is one of only two African-American sheriffs in the state of Illinois. And the concern is that if that seat is, if he is taken out of that seat, that it could lead to some additional civil unrest, which we really don't want to happen. Nobody does. Well, and then that on top of whatever uh, outcome the November general election may be on a national level and how that uh, uh, plays out on a local level as well. We'll definitely keep a close eye on it. Decatur Mayor Julie Moore-Wolf, uh, thank you so much for taking time with yeah, us thanks, this morning. Mayor Wolf. That's great. Hey, and, thanks, guys. Yeah, and we look forward to bringing you back on here in the near future. I'd love it.